0: Greetings and welcome to another edition of Evangelination, evangelizing the nation for the best and brightest future of our country, our world, and our eternal souls. And what could be more important than that? Now, today I have a special treat for you. It is uh, truly a retreat, um, uh, a a time for us to listen to some very beautiful prayers that were shared by Jesus Christ himself to a mystic uh, by the name of Barnabas. And this was a young man uh, uh, who was living in Africa, in Nigeria, and is still living there and still um, carrying on with a um, group dedicated to uh, the prayers that Jesus um, taught him. And they're deeply mystical prayers. Um, Apparently Jesus was sharing with him some of the prayers he himself prayed while he was going through his passion. So what was really in the heart of Jesus? Christ, while he's going through his passion, well, he shares some of these um, thoughts and feelings and prayers with this mystic Barnabas from Nigeria. And it's really beautiful. And um, around these um, uh, sharings has risen a um, devotion that is called uh, the Devotion to the Most Precious Blood of Our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, you can get the book um, of these devotions from Queenship Publishing Company. And again, the title is Devotion to the Most Precious Blood of Our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's subtitled The Greatest Devotion of Our Time. So it seems to have a certain timeliness to it. Uh, We all can see that there's a lot of um, uh, confusion in our world today. And um, so this is really a devotion for our time. And uh, uh, in this uh, book, I noticed that um, there was a message from the Blessed Virgin Mary who said that in fact, I do I can find it, that um, this combines all the devotions to Jesus for all time. So it's uh, really a comprehensive sort of devotion. Now, the devotion um, consists of um, several different uh, features. There's seven of them. There is a chaplet of the precious blood to be recited immediately after saying the rosary of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And this chaplet consists of five mysteries relating to the five sacred wounds of Jesus Christ. Now, the second aspect of the devotion is consolation. There are prayers of consolation directed to the Eternal Father and to the Son, and they constitute um, the second segment of this devotion. And these prayers seek to appease the Father and the Son for the world's ingratitude, for blasphemies, and for neglects of devotion to the precious blood of Jesus Christ which was shed for all of us and then the new covenant in his blood. Right? Now, the third part of this devotion um, involves seven prayers, which adore, glorify, and make petitions to the precious blood. So the petitions are for the entire church, for the hierarchy, for the clergy, and the faithful. And appeals invoking the precious blood are also made on behalf of unrepentant sinners on behalf of souls in purgatory, on behalf of non-Catholics, for um, and also for devout souls and for aborted babies, that they may all be accorded the benefits of the precious blood. So this is really interesting, uh, an interesting commentary by Jesus Christ himself on this issue of abortion in our world today. Now the fourth um, aspect of the devotion to the most precious blood of Jesus Christ Is um, It deals with reparation. In the seven anguished appeals, our Lord describes the various sins in the church and in the world at large that have mystically continued to crucify him. Wow. So it didn't just happen 2,000 years ago. It's continuing. These include neglect of the holy sacrifice of the mass and the sacraments by both the clergy and the faithful. Um, immodesty which is causing millions to march into hell he says materialism in the church and in the world love over love for money over love for uh, Jesus Christ in the church Um, also cultism greed avarice and many other things so that's uh, the fourth segment on reparation and the anguished appeals now the fifth Um, aspect of this uh, devotion is intercession. So besides the four principal parts, there are key intercessory prayers, which our Lord has revealed as the prayers he said during his passion and before his final human breath, given up for our salvation. So these include prayers to defeat all the enemies of the Holy Cross, Including the Antichrist and his forces, prayers for faith, for endurance uh, for all of us, and for release from ancestral curses and other things as well. So, wow, these are powerhouse intercessory prayers. Now, the sixth aspect of this devotion is rather mysterious. Um, One will discover from this devotion about the great seal of God, the living tabernacle in our hearts, without which one will carry the enemy's own seal of 666. The great seal is obtained by perpetually struggling to remain in a state of sanctifying grace, especially within the specified periods when the angels tour the earth to place the seal on God's beloved. Wow. Okay. Now, the seventh aspect of this kind of rolls all this together, and it's called the Gethsemane Hour. The Gethsemane Hour. So through this devotion, our Lord is calling on his chosen people to observe every Thursday night into Friday morning from 11 p.m. on Thursday to 3 a.m. on Friday in the morning as the Gethsemane hour of prayer during which the first five components of this devotion should be observed, or at least one hour between 12 a.m. and 3 a.m. And the intention for this Gethsemane hour is to obtain grace to endure the upcoming great chastisement, which has been prophesied from the beginning of time. If If you read your Bible, you'll find it. And um, it's been really um, brought home and brought to the fore uh, in a more intensive way right now by mystics uh, today who are saying, get ready, the great chastisement is coming. We don't know when, nobody knows the day or the hour, uh, but um, they're saying that it's coming. So this um, Gethsemane hour uh, is designed to strengthen you to endure it. and." possibly to um, mitigate its influence on you. So maybe you won't be quite at the epicenter of what happens. So anyway, all of this uh, devotion is a call to daily holiness. So um, at least one of the mysteries of the Rosary of Our Blessed Mother, followed by the chaplet, the Precious Blood Litany, there's a litany of the Precious Blood, and the consecration to the Most Precious Blood to be recited daily by a devotee of this devotion so this devotion is considered the ultimate weapon against satan and evil spirits okay so above all the devotion is a way of life the lord describes it as the dry and desert way full of crosses so it is a reminder that only through the cross can a soul reach the land of happiness which is heaven Any other way will result in hell. It is a holy call to Catholics and all Christians and all people to return to the true faith in a corrupt world deceived by Satan, in which all sorts of gospels are now being preached, even within Catholicism. So through this devotion, our Lord has announced the birth of the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary and his glorious reign on earth. The world should henceforth mark September 14th as the feast day of the triumph of the two hearts of love. So has the Lord directed it in these um, messages to Barnabas. Now, what remains to unravel in the days ahead is the final showdown between good and evil that will usher in this new era of peace, of the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the glorious reign of Jesus Christ on earth. So, uh, as the book here uh, says, every prayer, every hymn, and every chorus of this devotion came straight from heaven. Well, so that's a pretty um, uh, powerful statement there. Um, And so let me just introduce to you, uh, just to give you uh, an sample of some of these beautiful prayers and hymns. Now, there's a, a rosary, and there's a... A litany and um, of the to the Blessed Virgin Mary and then starts the chaplet of the precious blood and uh, This is what the Blessed Virgin Mary said on the 29th of January in 1997 She said my children this chaplet of the precious blood of my son combines all devotions of my son's passion. So that's straight from the mouth of the Blessed Virgin Mary And um, I can't share everything with you, but I will share what the mysteries of this beautiful chaplet of the precious blood is, uh, what what they are. And uh, the first one is, the first mystery is the nailing of the right hand of our Lord Jesus to the cross. Okay, so that's the first mystery. It's done on ordinary rosary beads, but instead of saying Hail Marys, you say, um, Almost oh, most precious blood of Jesus Christ, heal the wounds in the most sacred heart of Jesus. How beautiful is that? We're calling upon the blood of Jesus to heal the wounds in the heart of Jesus, who's still wounded by all our sins. So um, there's more to it than that. Uh, here's another um, part of the prayers associated with it. Um, it says this, May the precious blood That pours out from the sacred head of our Lord Jesus Christ, the temple of divine wisdom, the tabernacle of divine knowledge, and the sunshine of heaven and earth. Cover us now and forever. Amen. How beautiful is that? Wow. Um, That word cover us now is really interesting to me, too, because I've been studying um, biblical Hebrew. And um, this word "cover" is associated also with atone and atonement in biblical Hebrew, and we see this in um, the covering of the ark, inside and out, with pitch. Pitch uh, can also be um, have a, an overtone of cover, because they, you know, obviously they wanted the uh, the ark of Noah to um, withstand um, many days in the water of the flood, right? So um, pitch, this, this pitching of the ark, Noah's ark, um, uses the same word cover, cover us. So how interesting is that? It's also the same word, interestingly, that was used um, for what was covering the um, little basket that Moses was placed into to save his life, right? Because um, remember, um, all the um, firstborn uh, babies, the Israelites were going to be killed by the Pharaoh. And so to save uh, Moses's life, his mother um, put him in a basket and covered it with pitch, just like Noah's Ark, so that it would you know, go uh, uh, be able to float in the water. But so we have the same word in this mystical prayer from Jesus, this covering of us, the precious blood that pours out from the sacred head of our Lord Jesus Christ temple of divine wisdom, tabernacle of divine knowledge, and sunshine of heaven and earth. Right, that's, that's just a really, I think, a beautiful, beautiful prayer. Okay, so the first mystery is meditating on the nailing of the right hand of our Lord Jesus Christ to the cross. The second mystery is the nailing of the left hand of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. And uh, they each have particular intentions. The first one is... Um, so that the precious blood that pours out from his right hand would save sinners of the whole world and convert many souls and the meditation on the left hand is that the most uh, precious blood that pours out from there would save souls in purgatory and protect the dying against the attacks of infernal spirits the third mystery is the nailing of the right foot of our lord jesus And the request here is that the precious blood that pours out from his right foot would cover the foundation of the Catholic Church against the plans of the occult kingdom and evil men. Wow. The fourth mystery is the nailing of the left foot of our Lord Jesus. And this is um, so that the precious blood, uh, which pours out from the left foot of our Lord and Savior, would protect us in all our ways, Against the plans and the attacks of evil spirits and their agents. Wow. Um, And then the fifth mystery uh, is a meditation on the piercing of the sacred side of our Lord Jesus. And this is so that the precious blood and water that pours out from the sacred side of our Lord Jesus would cure the sick, raise the dead, solve all our present problems, and teach us the way. To our God for eternal glory. So, wow, this is just a, a really, I think, a beautiful devotion. Um, it asks um, for the precious blood of Jesus Christ to heal the wounds in the most sacred heart of Jesus. Um, and I love this because um, I was reading about forgiveness recently and how forgiveness actually heals. The heart of the Forgiver, and so here I think it's interesting that we're asking Jesus's own blood to heal His heart, because it's a way I think of uh, maybe inviting Him to forgive His people, His world, who you know, is full of people who who have dismissed Him, have sidelined Him, who no longer believe in God or Jesus Christ, or who no longer follow um, the faith or that He's founded. Um, you know, we're asking him to forgive us, I think, in this devotion. There's also a beautiful litany of the Precious Blood of Jesus Christ with really um, powerful um, titles of Jesus, like Precious Blood of Jesus Christ, the Armor of God. Precious Blood of Jesus Christ, the Divine Charity. Precious Blood of Jesus Christ, the Scourge of Demons. Precious Blood of Jesus Christ, the Help of Those in bondage calls it the sacred wine and the drink of heavenly angels. How interesting is that? Precious blood of Jesus Christ, the healing blood. All of you out there who need healing, go to the precious blood of Jesus Christ. He can heal you. Ask him to cover you with his precious blood because he wants you to be well. Body, mind, soul, and spirit for all eternity. So, it's not his will that um, we uh, be living in uh, a fallen world full of uh, so much sin and disgrace. And now he might allow us to be suffering because we have discovered how we can suffer with him and unite our sufferings to the atoning sufferings that he endured on the cross for our salvation. So, if you're suffering, and you are not being healed it might be because he's inviting you to a deeper deeper walk with him to offer all your sufferings and nail them to the cross with his own body these sufferings which he endured for great love of us to show us beyond a shadow of doubt that god loves us and he wants us to be united to him and he's also you know he's suffered every possible suffering in our fallen world right so if you're suffering he's already suffered it first Right. If you have a headache, he suffered it. If you have a heartache, he suffered it. If you have, um, you know, all manner of physical suffering in your body or your mind, or your soul, your emotions, your relationships, he suffered it all. He suffered it so that he could be with you in your sufferings throughout all generations. He did this for every person so that we would never be alone in our sufferings. How beautiful is that? God loves us that much. We have to remember the cross. And we have to be willing to carry our crosses, because he said, you know, pick up your cross and follow me. And if we follow him, it will lead to paradise. He resurrected from the dead, and he will raise us up too. This is the great promise and hope of the Christian faith, right, and life. And it's not just in some, you know, faraway day when you die. It's even now. The resurrection we feel when we follow Jesus Christ is, amazing. It's unimaginable what can happen when you lay down your allegiance to so many false idols in the world today, and you turn to Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life for every human being on earth. doesn't matter what your religious persuasion is. All religion leads to the eternal father, and Jesus Christ is the perfect way that leads to the father. Is no other because all people have been saved by his magnanimous gift of himself as the God man for the salvation of the world. So there is no other way, you know. And and he is the way, if there is any truth in any religion across the world, it is Jesus Christ himself, the truth, who resides in that truth, right? So even though we may not know it in all the religions, people uh, adherents, good people who might adhere to other religions than Christianity, they're going to discover one day, very soon, that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the the true um, Christ, the true life, the God-man who loves us and is the face of the Father. He says to his disciples, uh, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. The Father and I are one. So Father Son and Spirit blessed, the Trinity, the triune Godhead uh, resides in the heart of Jesus Christ, and He gives us this heart of His, right? And He gives us His blood. Well, um, so there's this beautiful consecration to the precious blood of Jesus Christ. There's the consolation prayers, which are most beautiful. Um, I can't read them all because they're um, very lengthy, and um, in depth but uh, let me share with you just a few of the mystical prayers of our Lord Jesus Christ which um, he prayed to the heavenly Father during his passion and these were dictated to Barnabas for all of us to pray daily. You know the first thing he says is um, in, the, in this um, section of prayers um, there's a message here it says under the prayer to vanquish Satan and his agents he says there is no need for you to fear those numerous populations of the enemy. Children, simply offer the wounds, pains, and blood of my left hand for their downfall. You will see them disappear like ashes. He says, I assure you, many kingdoms of the enemy will disappear in the twinkle of an eye. So pray these prayers and teach it to all people because my precious blood, And this is the prayer. You ready? Pray it with me in your heart. It says, All you great number of enemies of the holy death of my master Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary, the prince of darkness and iniquity, the father of all liars, I stand on the death of my master Jesus Christ and offer his pains, wounds, and the precious blood from his left hand to the eternal father for your downfall, your destruction, and your scourging. Amen. Precious blood of my master, Jesus Christ, reign in me and in the lives of all men. Amen. Um, There's many, many prayers here. Um, Here's another one. Um, Prayer for release from ancestral curses. It says, my children, pray this prayer and make it known to the whole world, all who are under curses. Remember, there are covens of witches. You know, um, and there are curses. That's a real thing. Uh, All those under curses constantly say this prayer and you will be set free from their curses. And any family that is suffering from the curse of sins made by their forefathers and makes 144 day novena through this prayer will be freed. All who break a covenant. And I think this could mean also a marriage or specifically a marriage covenant and who are supposed to die because of it shall be saved and also be released from their curse if they constantly say this prayer in the end. So it's a beautiful prayer, asking uh, for release from ancestral curses. Um, there's a prayer for sustenance um, of the faithful. Uh, there's prayer for the manifestation of the divine will. And um, there's prayer for endurance through the coming chastisement. He wants us to pray that our faith will not fail. Um, There's prayer for fallen sheep and against a fallen faith. There's prayer for the reign of glory on earth. Now, this is what I want to share with you. Um, This is what he says in, in his message. He says, the manifestation of the red dragon and the antichrist in this last hour this age pierced my heart greatly during my ministry on earth and even more when i was about to breathe my last on the cross as i hung on the cross i envisaged the proud dragon it boasted to reign on earth forever i silently offered my father this prayer for the downfall of the enemy of the cross. My children, through this prayer, the Antichrist and the Red Dragon and his agents will have a short hour of reign on earth. And he says, the more you pray this prayer, the shorter the hour of the enemy's reign on earth will be. Wow! So I'm going to share um, this uh, prayer with you. This is my last prayer that I'll share with you. So uh, enter into a um, quiet space, and pray with me. O loving and merciful Father, all-knowing and all-powerful, the Alpha and the Omega, the Eternal Father who created all things, that you should forsake your children, your nature forbids. Look kindly on your begotten Son, Jesus Christ, who came to save men, and bring your kingdom down on earth. We offer you all the agonies, tortures, pains, and the precious blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, for the defeat of all the enemies of the Holy Cross of salvation, the defeat of the Antichrist and the Red Dragon, who are fighting against the truth now and in the end of the age. May they, through the precious blood of our Redeemer, and his last breath on earth disappear like foam exposed under the sun so that your kingdom may quickly come on earth. Amen. Precious blood of Jesus Christ, thy kingdom come. Amen. So, wow, these are beautiful, beautiful prayers. And, oh, there's another one. You've got to get this book. The most uh, devotion to the most precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ um, by Queenship Publishing. There's a prayer for the baptism of aborted babies. And Jesus says, Today the blood of innocent children has filled heaven. Their number is too great, too great. The wrath of the eternal Father is about to fall on mankind. Their blood disturbs my agonizing heart, and increases my agony. Through this prayer that I'm giving you, large numbers of innocent, unborn babies will be saved. Pray it daily and make it known to the world. Anyone who teaches it will not be lost. Innocent souls in heaven will not let them become lost. I, with my love and mercy, will protect them from falling into mortal sin. Okay, so I want to share with you um, one more prayer. This prayer for the baptism of aborted babies because it's so important to Jesus. And this is uh, what he dictated to Barnabas for us to pray. Heavenly Father, your love is eternal. In your ocean of love, You saved the world through your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Now look at your only Son on the cross, who is constantly bleeding for love of his people, and forgive your world. Purify and baptize aborted children with the precious blood and water from the sacred side of your Son, who hung dead on the cross for their salvation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, May they through the holy death of Jesus Christ gain everlasting life through his wounds be healed and through his precious blood be freed there to rejoice with the saints in heaven. amen. Wow so that's the yeah, what Jesus thinks about abortion in our world today and you know I just want to say that there's a lot of division about this issue in our land and we know, that uh, Roe v. Wade was um, uh, a falsified legal action. We know that um, it was full of deception and error. And we also know that um, our notion of freedom has been twisted in this regard. So we are never free to murder in this country. If people murder, that's a crime. And one must be put, uh, you know, in jail or you know, go to through um, uh, legal um, consequences because of that. It's a crime against humanity, right? And so um, we, we've been deceived uh, by the fall of all lies that somehow it's um, uh, okay for a politician, for example, to. Say, oh, well, abortion is uh, wrong or bad. And that's what I personally believe. But as for the whole nation, I can't, um, you know, uh, ask anybody else to, to agree with me. Um, there's some real problems that I won't go into today, but I just want to say that these mystical prayers um, really powerfully bring home to us all here in the West that um, abortion is uh, deeply. Offensive to the eternal Father, Son, and Spirit, and that um, it grieves his heart deeply. And that um, if we support political movements that seek to uh, bring the truth to light and to refound our uh, law in this nation back on the eternal truths, the Ten Commandments of, of God, then um, we will be living rightly and following his way. So this is a very important issue to bring up in these times. All right, well, I'll end with that. There's so much more for you to gain from um, getting this book, uh, on the Devotion to the Most Precious Blood of Our Lord Jesus Christ, The Greatest Devotion of Our Time, published by Queen Ship in, in the United States um, and begun uh, in Nigeria, uh, with a humble um, young teenager named Barnabas. So, um, I would just like to uh, end with um, a prayer of uh, thanks that we could be together. And I ask the Lord Jesus Christ to cover you with His most precious blood today and always. Um, Blessed Virgin Mary asked us to pray this prayer, uh, Most Precious Blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, save us in the whole world precious blood of jesus christ save us in the whole world this little aphorism or a little um i'm sorry a little prayer of the heart that you can pray um and she asks us to pray like 500 times a day to pray that prayer so um if you can just remember it if nothing else um you can remember this precious blood of jesus christ save us in the whole world all right that's all for now bye now god love you